BPM, the rhythm of real IT, <laughs> reality, uh, real, real IT, whatever, it's stupid play on words. There's a million different uh, software packages or things that will fall under this one acronym because I just, every time I turn around, I come up with another idea for uh, something that fits in this acronym suite. And it's kind of led me to um, figure out a way of organizing um, everything a little bit more efficiently using the matter, the magic of graph databases. So as I touched on on the previous recording, in the better verse, in this new ethos of how you identify yourself to the internet, um, you are actually kind of like a constellation of all of the different uh, ways that you identify yourself. So your your primary email is something you could link to yourself, like your Gmail or your iCloud or both. Your cryptocurrency keys, whichever ones they may be. Ethereum is naturally the most popular. Um, Avalanche, I think, deserves to be more popular. They're pretty impressive technology. Um, but in any case, uh, this allows you to kind of set your username to be whatever you want. Whatever you want to call yourself to the internet, like that's fine, even if they're conflicting and overlapping, because you can kind of say, okay, this, this person's claiming their name is Bruin, but um, their constellation of authentication uh, metrics are different than mine. They don't have my ENS names, uh, any of the, the NFTs or cryptocurrencies that I have. They, they're a different person. So even though they're claiming they're the same person, they're not. Uh, so this kind of gives people the opportunity to express themselves on the internet however they choose to, whatever name you want to be called. You no longer have to necessarily be competing uh, with people quite so much uh, to get access to that username. And ultimately, that the, whoever the true Bruin is uh, would kind of be just determined by um, which one gets the most attention and traffic on the uh, the better internet. Um, that'd be another way in which things can be passively listed. Because better, um, even though it does use graph databases, which are not quite the same as like a structured list, they're almost more like a spider web of points connected to each other. That's how you can think about a graph database. But better does try to use general, general consensus voting protocols to list what the population thinks is better than what. And BPM will be doing this uh, to a great extent. So uh, every different version of BPM such as the better product market, will have um, essentially a, a competition with a f com where all of the different versions of itself are competing against each other um, through general, general consensus voting protocols to determine which one is better and why. So this, uh, you know, infinite recursive competition of things is how we will be uh, incentivizing people to make more stuff because you get cryptocurrency for where you are on the list. And naturally, like, you want to do better than worse. <laughs> but um, let's get into BPM here because there's a lot to unpack. I have 
uh, a few different things written down. Each one of them is really worth their own video. But um, the better product market is where I'll start because this is one of the most pertinent to our modern day consumerist reality. Um, it aims to be uh, a decentralized platform with a, a, the, as small of a middleman fee as possible, ideally being it being free to use uh, with no uh, seniors being collected. But at the same time, uh, I don't know if that's feasible. We'll see. Um, but even if the first version does collect money, uh, eventually there will, there will be a version that doesn't. But how it works is that it will be recursively looking for where every product is available to buy on the internet. So if you want to buy um, a water bottle, you can see, okay, this water bottle uh, in, the, in BPM, this water bottle is listed as being sold on Amazon, Walmart, the original manufacturer, uh, some Chinese wholesaler who can sell you a bunch for a very cheap price as long as you're willing to buy in bulk. Um, with the goal of having your prices be as transparent as possible and listing every true source of where this is available on the internet and actually incentivizing people on the internet, uh, be them actual people or just bots that they control, to help update that information and make sure we have the most accurate and up-to-date index of places available. So it's not we're not quite going straight towards like being an Amazon clone here. Uh, and Amazon probably will be getting quite a lot of business from BPM because frankly, everything is sold on Amazon and Amazon does tend to have the best prices. So that will likely be reflected in the BPM for quite some time. Amazon is winning. They are the better product market uh, in terms of like who's the best. Of course, the better ethos will, I think eventually eat Amazon, but, um, uh, That'll probably take some time. So moving on, um, better platform management, better password management. Um, these are kind of the same thing. You know, BPM, it's, it's all the same acronym. But this is the goal of essentially making it um, easier to go between platforms without memorizing a million passwords. The... Um, the future of Web3, if, you, if you're if you like super deep into the techie Ethereum space, is actually kind of already solving this. If you log in using your Ethereum address, uh, you can actually use that for most decentralized applications now without having to type in a stupid password. You just have to have access to your you know, private and public key, your Ethereum authentication. So using cryptographic logins are far more optimal than memorizing a million things, but they do ha come with drawbacks, whereas, which is that it's really easy to lose your crypto IDs, your, your, your Ethereum wallets. And you want to be very cautious about storing your private key somewhere, like say in MetaMask, where you might lose it. And if you can't log into your MetaMask anymore, all of your stuff is gone and it's just a single point of failure. So BPM's solution to this is, as I hinted at earlier, to have a constellation of different addresses that are all verified by yourself as yourself. And of course, we'll probably figure out a way to automate, automate the process of, you know, checking to see if one was hacked and then like kind of putting the walls up around all of them until you authenticate yourself thoroughly. 
or if you'd rather not do that. There's a million different ways that you can set your preferences. But in any case, having um, many, many different uh, horcruxes, so to speak, to use like a Harry Potter reference, um, is a lot safer than relying on a single point of failure. The goal being that once we reach a, a critical point of mass adoption, instead of relying on, you know, log in with Google or log in with Facebook, we would have a an open source and far more trustworthy uh, means of logging in without having to type in a bullshit password for every website you use. Because, you know, Google is proprietary. Nobody really trusts Google anymore. They've kind of, ever since they took out their motto of don't be evil, they, um, you know, they've kind of lost touch. Uh, better payment method, essentially, adds to your constellation of addresses. All of the different, you know, payment methods you use, be they crypto wallets, which I think as the future progresses will be more and more prevalent, but even proprietary banking things like your debit card or your credit card could be added to this constellation of payment options, just like PayPal. You could even add your PayPal and use that as just an open source means of paying for things in hopefully the most trustworthy uh, fashion possible because that's just what you'd want. Um, better package management. Uh, I'm just <laughs> listing through all the ideas I have for BPM. It's uh, a lot, but ultimately I... I know eventually there will be software developers who are watching these who, you know, I wanted to give you these ideas so you can build them. Please take my ideas and make stuff. Um, I understand this might be a little bit boring for people who aren't programmers or very techy, but um, ultimately I just want to get these ideas out onto the internet where people can start building on them eventually. Um, so better package manager there's kind of two different versions of this there's one which is the like the linux package manager because most uh, for those who are, don't use linux which is probably most of you um it has a package manager this is what basically has a list of all the different software options to install on your computer it's a big repository that's the official word and it is what actually you know goes about installing things on your computer Windows and Mac have one too, they just aren't as like well known. But BPM essentially aims to be a better package manager than the other ones and it'll be up to people to program it well, but feel free to use the name. Um, better package management logistically aims to be an open source logistics, uh, not exactly company, but almost kind of like a decentralized version of a company, uh, a DAO, uh, decentralized autonomous organization, or even just a protocol for other people to make their own DAOs and use them or companies or what have you. Um, ultimately, you know, the goal is to help make individual uh, enterprise at a smaller scale a lot more feasible for people who aren't a massive monopoly. Um, so in this... BPM, better package management, it would essentially be just trying to help people who actually are a courier, who are delivering packages, just like Amazon or FedEx or UPS have, they 
should be getting a far larger split of the, the shipping costs. We don't really need to have these massive companies with huge overhead, lots of expenses that are collecting the lion's share of the profits every time something gets shipped. Most of the actual work is being done by the people in warehouses and the people who are driving out to deliver your packages. And the, the goal is essentially to agree on the, the, mo- the optimal profit sharing split so that people feel like they're not being taken advantage of and they can do, you know, good work and make money. Although eventually these things will be automated. Uh, but in any case, um, those profits should be split or, you know, even reduced to help, you know, make the markets more efficient. Better people management. This is for people who suck at keeping up with their friends. Um, it's very difficult to make plans these days and we have a lot of different calendars and scheduling bullshit going on. So being able to kind of throw at a program like, hey, help me keep up with my friends and maybe arrange plans to go do stuff in a a fashion where essentially the program would be comparing like your calendars to see what days are available and what at in what particular times uh, it's that's kind of a, a lame week one to be honest i don't have a ton there but it will i think eventually tie into uh, another idea to step away real quick from bpm and talk about the better decentralized social media um this definitely deserves another episode and i won't go too deep into it but essentially it aims to be a, a low level um like a low abstraction level of uh, decentralized social medias where in which anybody can build their own social media system on top of it and all of them will be able to share the same coherent pool of data so that as you know videos get views people like things uh, things get reposted we can kind of keep track of uh, how that post is doing that ing um Every post is an ing, right? So we're going to keep track of that consistently across platforms so that, one, it's actually, we want to make it very easy for people to create new social medias and move away from the ones that they don't like. And hopefully over time, uh, us humans will build social medias that are better for how our brains work. Because I do think that in its current state, Social media is leading to a lot of uh, mental health issues. People are just kind of driving themselves crazy. And uh, I'd like for us to have better options and have it to have it be easier to move away from the options that we don't like. It's very difficult for us to migrate social media platforms because everybody uses, you know, whichever one you like. Let's say, I, like, I use Reddit the most. I don't post, but I just, like, scroll through stuff. It has this huge repository of, you know, nerds talking about lots of uh, very genuinely helpful knowledge. Like if you're trying to buy a product, let's say um, back when I smoked, I I was trying to buy like a really good e-cig. I didn't want to spend my money on one that sucked. So I looked and saw what all the internet nerds were talking about. What's the better uh, e-cig for my preferences? there's a lot of very valuable information in social medias and 
I mean, eventually better recursive utilities will hopefully just kind of slurp all of that <laughs> saved data up and migrate it into the better information network. So you don't even have to go to Reddit. That's that's going to be some time. But, you know, all of your Instagram posts, all of your Facebook posts, whichever ones you want to keep and attach to your personhood, I certainly am OK with you, you know, dropping off and not keeping that uh, informational baggage, too. It's important to be able to release that and just say, okay, that was a cool period of my life. I'm moving on. Um, somebody else now. That you know, uh, that's that's healthy as well. Uh, but uh, in any case, we're talking about BPM. It only stands the reason that we talk about music because beats per minute stands or BPM stands for beats per minute. But um, of course, in the better verse, it'll be like better play music, almost like Amazon Alexa play music. Uh, better play music aims to be a peer-to-peer open source competitor to music streaming platforms, where we do have you know centralized servers as well. But uh, they're basically just very big, overpowered nodes that anybody could individually run. So if you want to make money by um, hosting it or seeding uh, popular files to other people that's a way that you can earn passive income just with your phone um the the using uh, i'll go into this on another episode this is going to be an insufficient explanation but using basically cryptonomics you can earn cryptocurrency every time you host something each song has its own crypto token ecosystem uh with the goal of giving the creators of said work their due compensation every time it's listened to so that just as a passive structure of how the internet is built architecturally um, even though these files are available for free just like they are already on the pirate bay and you're just hoping people won't be like you're hoping people will be kind enough to like pay for your file or you know stream for it this solution essentially takes the pirate bay and makes it ethical and the goal is to pay you know the the creators and the the people hosting it every time it gets uh listened to better produce music it aims to be a open source platform for kind of uh, as a community creating music together in the same way that GitHub allows software developers to work on open source software projects or proprietary as well um, in a, you know, a collaborative function, we can do the same thing with music. So if we have a, just a dr- agreed upon drum line, that's our baseline. Um, we can have all these different branches and forks of different versions of people you know, giving their take. On that drum line so maybe someone has a really popular piano melody that they they post and a lot of people are using that too each one has a lot of different metrics for like you know where it fits in the song uh, how many people are using it and building upon it so you can kind of passively filter and look at which one uh, is better at least in terms of popularity just a more fun way to make music because like that's even as an artist, like surely you'd want to have a community of people remixing your songs and getting like, you know, due credit for doing so, so that rising artists have a better chance of being seen and getting exposure. Um, even as a DJ, you know, you 
you want to have an army of people making remixes for you because then you can just spend more time on tour getting you know fucked up and having fun and also um playing remixes that your fans made of your songs and you know maybe putting their name on your on the screen or something so that people can see who made the song you know i i i'm a big fan of giving people their due credit for whatever they created creating things is hard um okay so you know this uh this software in its mature state naturally right now i'm just rambling lunatic talking about all these things that don't exist but eventually it'll be like an open source competitor to say ableton or fl studio uh pro studio or uh, <laughs> pro tools <laughs> um all it, just a free software to make music on better property management this seems to be a system for helping people who own property like real estate uh organize it in a way that is better for both them as you know the landlord and for the tenants as well having a a more lubricated wheel uh to kind of automate the relationship between people so that everything is above water uh and transparent and if there is maybe a situation where someone's like, hey, my toilet's broken, can you please fix it? You agreed that you'd fix my toilet when it breaks. That's like, you know, why, like, one of the perks of being a renter over a landlord is that you don't have to pay for that stuff. And if the landlord is not, you know, following through on fixing what they should be fixing, you know, BPM will have that documented for you autonomously so that you know, any, like, legal arbitration system uh, where, you know, we're able to keep track of that so that we have a good uh, decentralized um, kind of source of, like, agreed-upon truth so that it's not just this ridiculous he-says-she-said sort of situation where, you know, ultimately if it becomes down to a legal battle... Usually, the person who wins is the person who has the more expensive lawyer. And that's just not fair to most people. It's a tough economic time. Not everybody can afford a lawyer. Um, but, of course, we do want to be make something that is so good that most landlords would prefer to use it over whatever they're using now. All right, moving on. Um <laughs> Part of <laughs> the ethos of ing, uh, if you look at the ing rune, it is the greater than sign, better, and the less than sign, worse, merging together. Which I say because there are some unsavory parts of the internet that are dominated by very unethical companies. In particular, the porn industry. Most good people don't really have a desire to go out of their way to enter and work in the porn industry usually you have ulterior motives um and often um you know the girls who go into porn or the guys whoever whoever's working as a porn star they usually get exploited and the the goal of better porn management is essentially to help uh, people making that particular kind of uh let's call it art <laughs> Uh, get their due compensation and not have to deal with 
creeps who will ex- extort them. Um, hopefully having it be almost completely decentralized and autonomous so they're not even necessarily dealing with you know, people above them in a hierarchy. Uh, it would just be kind of peer-to-peer like, hey, I'm a porn star and I want to fuck that porn star and then when we release the video, we'll like share our profits for the tokens that we make for that video. Um, that's kind of how I see it. Um, that'll that'll be a thing eventually. Um, more interesting to me. Uh, well, they're both interesting, but they're all interesting. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> better podcast management, which does kind of work on a similar um, ethos. Um, essentially, uh, from a, a creator's perspective, because we do want to, you know, live to the, 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 I guess the proverb that you want to kind of create, uh, and really make the best experience possible for the people who are actually making the things. So, um, you know, giving creators the best suite of softwares to create things because that's how you get more awesome stuff if you have better tools to create things it's you're gonna have more well-made things and in the same way uh if it's easier to make podcasts and simply you know manage your rss feed more people will be making podcasts but a step further than that um as a consumer you know you'll it's just a it's a place where you can listen to podcasts nothing super special there there's plenty of other options but um, the one thing that I think is kind of cool that we can do is essentially have people vote and even stake money on who they would like to see have a conversation together. That's another part of the Better Podcast Manager. So if you, I don't know, let's say you're a huge Joe Rogan fan and there's a, a musician or an author that you really, really, really want him to have a conversation with for whatever reason, um, you could, you know, make a post, which is an ing that people can, you know, just upvote or downvote, so to speak, um, to just, you know, give their thumbs up that they agree. But uh, even deeper than that, you can stake cryptocurrency on it. And uh, that reward would essentially be given out to whoever the smart contract says it goes to, uh, most likely to the people who are having the conversation to incentivize them to want to do because they get paid for it. Um, but in any case, it's a way of almost like allowing people to petition and say like, yeah, we, these people need to talk for whatever reason, the internet's demanding it and giving people an organized place to make such requests, uh, I think would just make the world a little bit more fun. So that I, that's a lot, as you can see and I'll continue reiterating, uh, this is quite clearly a pretty incoherent idea in my mind, and I'm quite possibly more in over my head than anybody in the history of having heads. Um, I won't be able to do this without, like, good, competent people who are on board with the mission of, you know, maximizing individual enterprise and making open source software profitable and just making the world a better place i i am not good at programming i'm just a guy and but i will strive to be your uh greatest cheerleader <laughs> of course I, i'm not gonna be satisfied just like talking about shit um i'm making this podcast in large part because it's way easier to talk about shit than to do shit 
and ultimately I kind of want to get um, these ideas out at least in some format where people can listen and be exposed to them before I really dive deep into doing shit. One, because I am a chronic procrastinator, but also because, you know, if I can't point to a place where you can have this information explained to you, well, then how are you going to understand it? Because it's a lot to take in. I'm sure you can agree. If you listened this far, it's, there's a lot going on. Um, so I uh I think I'll leave this here. I don't know how much deeper I need to go. I ultimately this video or podcast episode uh was really just a, a short summary of each one, kind of a, a too long didn't read. Um and they're all worthy of going deeper into, although I don't know if I'll do that on a podcast. Uh maybe I will. I think more content is better than less. Although at the same time, I do want to be mindful of not boring people to death and like producing so much content that you're just sick of my voice and my rambling and everyone's just yelling at me to go do the actual work and stop talking about it. But in a way, this really is kind of the actual work because if I can't put this idea into the minds of other people, it's never going to get done. But yeah, I I do think... uh, BPM, it'll be fun, man. It's the rhythm of reality. It's my favorite acronym. Um, oh, shit. One of the things I, I kind of touched on in the last video on the BDSM that I guess I want to mention is that part of the reason I, I like that name so much is that uh, BDSM is quite clearly not something you want your kids to be doing. Which is good, because I don't think kids should be doing social media either. It's not good for their brains. And while I'm not a huge fan of walled gardens, I'm a much bigger proponent of freedom and everybody just being able to do whatever the heck they want uh, without you know tyrannical organizations trying to restrict them. I do think collectively as a society, we should kind of not have our kids be on social media. They're their brains just aren't ready for it. But um yeah, I'll leave it here. I don't want to stretch this too long. Thank you so much for listening if you made it this far and I I hope, you know, we can collaborate and uh build a better world together uh or something trademark uh it's already <laughs> Yeah. Um thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And goodbye.